This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Aboem, Agitin Chodesh, Chodesh Cheshvan. Haba Aleinu Letoiva. Mesachas Ksubas Dav Zayin. Amad Aleph, we begin two lines. Three lines from the bottom on Vav Amad Beis. We're continuing to challenge the Shita of Shmuel. Shmuel said, Bia Rishoyna is Aser on Friday night. Again, this is according to the version of Rav. According to the version of Rav, Shmuel held Birishana's also Friday night. So we're going to challenge that, we're going to ask, we're going to bring proof that Birishana should be permitted. Masav Rabbi Ami. Hamafis Mursabashabas. Anyone who learns Masachas Ksubas, these words should ring in your ears. Mafis Morsa. One who punctures a boil on Shabbos. So it's causing a lot of pain. It's, uh, there's a lot of pressure with the fluid and the pus buildup and you doctors out there on the share, you know better than I that when there's fluid inside the body, the skin is a very tight area. There's nowhere for the fluid to go really and it causes pressure and it's uncomfortable and it's painful. You want to make an opening. You want, you want to let the fluid drain. You want to, Rashi says, you want to let the air in. Um, you want the fluid to drain not just to, in the, today but tomorrow also. So... Taisus says this opening is made You want to let the air in. Air somehow, Taisus says, heals the maka. You want to let the fluid out. So the Gemara says, If you're trying to make an opening, Chayiv, you're Chayiv. Why? You're Masakin. And you're Chayiv for Boina. Boina, you could build human beings. Says Rashi, we forgot this last week's parsha. It says, God built Adam. So we find Binyan by Adam. Isn't that amazing? Here we're learning Dafa Shavua and it's on the Parsha. He built his rib. But if you just want to get the pus out, then Pater, you're Pater. And uh, we hold, Rashi says it's Pater, it's even Mutal Kharchila. So if you're trying to make an opening, so it's Binyan. But if you're trying to get the pus out, it's putter. So too, just like this is mutter or putter, so we should say Birishina is mutter Friday night as well. Why to get the pus out it's mutter? So in Gemara Shabbos Toysa says we go like Rib Shimon. That Darvashinamaskavan is mutter. So if Ami feels that Dam is Mifgad Pakad, and you need the blood, and the Pesach is Mamela, so it should be Mutter because Davashena Maskavin. So Gemara says there's a difference between uh, bursting a boil and Birishaya. Hocha Pakid the Akar. Here, some excuse me, pocket vaker. There by the pus, it's gathered together and it's completely disattached from the flesh and it's oimed lotseis and therefore it's mutter. Hacha pocket vlayaker. There, here by dam besulim, it's collected, but it's not completely uprooted from the walls of the rechem. So even though it's not attached to the flesh like other blood, and it's somewhat gathered, but it's a little bit mechuber. It's not oimed latzes. 
And therefore, while Bia Rishayna would be Aser, because it's not Mifgad Paket Legamri, it's somewhat Chaburi Mechaber, but to be Mafis Mursa, that would be permitted because it's Ne'ekar Legamri. Fine. So now, um, really there's, uh, the Toysa speaks at length uh, exactly what is the difference between Paket Ve'akir and Paket Ve'loyakir. But we're just sort of reading the words over here that if to some extent you're uprooting it from the flesh, so that would be Asr even though it's Enoi Meskavin. But if it's completely already disattached from the flesh and that's not your intention, then it's totally permitted. So the Gemara gives a psak. Rav Ami Shara Lamibal B'tchila B'Shabbos. Rav Ami allowed one to have Bia initially on Shabbos. The rabbi said, okay, maybe it should be mutter alts chiburei mechaber or mifgad pocket, alts malacha on Shabbos. I understand that it's mutter. But the, the, here's another thing. We know that if somebody, if a woman does not have a ksuba, you're not allowed to have relations with her. Says the Gemara of Siva Ksubasa, you didn't write the ksuba yet. This woman did not have a ksuba yet. And we know Isha Beloi ksuba asura labala kenida. A woman without a ksuba is also to the husband like a nida. Amr Lahu, Rabbi Ami said, Let her hold on to metaltalin as a mashkain, as a shibud for her ksuba until the ksuba is written. In other words, that might be an eitzah, a stamazai, if somebody loses the ksuba, so you could give the woman an item uh, to hold on to in the interim before uh, a new one is written. Rav Zvid Sharalami Bal Batchil Bashavas Rav Zvid. Okay, because uh, um, usually Aksub is written before the Chasna, but some Makaimais, the Minog was, they didn't write it before the Chasna. So in this case, it's before Shabbos. So what are you going to do? It, it's, it's Friday night. So how could you allow the Bia? It's not even like, uh, there's no way to do it now for 24 hours. So how could you allow them to live together? Rav Zvid shara l'mibal b'tchila b'shabbos. Rav Zvid allowed bia rishayna on Shabbos. Ika da'amri, some said, Rav Zvid gufei ba'al b'tchila b'shabbos. Rav Zvid himself had bia rishayna Friday night. Rav Yehuda shara l'mibal b'tchila b'yamtev. Rav Yehuda allowed bia yamtev night. Now, does that mean he allowed Yom Tif and not Shabbos? Amar of Papi Mishmei de Rava. Rav Papi said the name of Rava. Loi Tema, don't say be Yom Tif de Shari. Habashabbos also, he only allowed Yom Tif and he answered Shabbos. No, do Adinda feel Shabbos. He allowed Shabbos as well. Nami Shari. Ay. Umaisa Shahaya Kachaya, the story that happened, it happened on Yom Tif, but he would allow Shabbos as well. That's the opinion of Rav Papi. In other words, Rav Papi holds. That Rav Yehuda happened to have allowed Yom Tif. If it would have been a Shabbos, he would have allowed a Shabbos as well. Rav Papa, Mishmei de Rava Amar. Rav Papa, the name of Rava said, B'yom Tif Shari, on Yom Tif it's permitted. B'Shabbos Asr. On Shabbos it's Asr. That's Rav Papa Shita. So Rav Papi holds even Shabbos is Mutter. Rav Papa holds Shabbos is Asr. Amar le Rav Papi le Rav Papa. A puppy said to her, Papa, my datech, what do you hold? 
Why would you only allow Yom Tif and not Shabbos? There are not that many differences between Yom Tif and Shabbos. I mean, whatever you're now to do on Shabbos, you're now to do on Yom Tif. So why would you hold that on Yom Tif you're allowed to and Shabbos not? It's not like it's eating. It's not Oichel Nefesh. Birishoyin is not Oichel Nefesh. Even though, by the way, in Tanakh, the expression used is Ki'im Halechem Asher Hu Oichel. But that's just figurative. But... Uh, Bia is not oichal nefesh. Elamai, my datech, you must hold that mitoich shehotcher chabura l'tzoyrach. There's a there's a rule of mitoich that since shechting is permitted for eating, hotcher nami shaloi l'tzoyrach. It's permitted even not for eating. Famous machlekes Rashi and Toisus about mitoich. When we say mitoich shehotcher l'tzoyrach, hotcher nami shaloi l'tzoyrach. Is it but it has to be something? Or is it permitted even That's Toysus Ashita is it has to be Litzarch Yamtuf at least. Rashi and Beya, if I remember correctly, holds that it could even be Shaloi Litzorech Klal. Toysus asks a number of questions on Rashi, and if I'm not mistaken, the Magine Shloimai comes to Rashi's defense. Maybe we'll do that in the Eon Shir. Okay. Elameata. So, what do you hold? Since your ladder shecht an animal for Achila, your ladder have Biri Shaina of Du Chabura Shaloi Litzorech Nefesh. Well, if you're going to say that, if you hold of mitoich, then elameyata mutter lasis mugmer biyamtuf. You should be allowed to perfume, burn incense to make kalim smell good. Why? Since you're allowed to make a fire to cook, you should be allowed to make a fire for perfume to make your items smell good. Well, in other words, it, why does Rav Papi hold? Why does Rav Papa hold that it's mutter on Yom Tov and Asar on Shabbos? What special heter is there to do chabura on Shabbos that's not l'tzorich l'chol nefesh? Elamai it's mitorich shehutra l'tzorich. Hutra nami shaloy l'tzorich. Well, in that case, Rabbi say it should be permitted to do mugmar on Yom Tov, and we know it's not. Says the Gemara, Amar Rab Papa said back to Rab Papi, Alecha Amar Kra, about you, the Pasuk says, Acha Acha Nefesh, only something that can be eaten by every soul, Davar Hashave Lechol Nefesh. The only things that are mutter on Yamtiv are universal needs. And Mugmar, burning incense, is not a universal need, it's for fine schmeckers, it's for, you know, very elite, fancy people, but the average folk is not using mugmar. By the way, originally the heter of smoking on Yamtif that the Poiskim gave was based on the fact that smoking was a universal need because the majority of the world smoked. Nowadays, that's, that probably is not the case anymore. And therefore it 
sort of throws, it makes smoking similar to mugmar, that it could be uh, prohibited. Okay? But, in other words, sometimes you'll see in the, in the, the, uh, the shuls, in the, the people are smoking on yamtif, I mean, uh, aside from the fact that they're shortening their lifespan, but the question is, what about halachically? So, the Paiskim originally compared mugmar to, excuse me, smoking, to something that is much more universal than mugmar. Mugmar is only for the fine, uh, the fine schmeckers, the fine, uh, the elite, but smoking was more of a universal need. Now the question about showering, on the other hand, the Paiskim originally said you're not allowed to because daily showering was definitely not a universal need because most people in the world did not shower on a daily basis. Well, what about today? Uh, the interesting thing is in the world today, showering is still not a universal need. The majority of people in the world still do not shower every day. Even though in America, you know, most Ruba Daruba people do uh, shower every day. But that's, again, I'm not telling you what the halach is, I'm just saying fundamentally, there are certain things that have really switched. Smoking was originally universal, uh, showering was not. Today, it probably switched, but the, the fundamental halacha about showering um, probably did not switch. And, you know, most people would not say straight up, you turn on a hot shower on Yom Tov and take a shower. You know, you probably need to come on to do it aver aver or less than half of the body at a time. Or, uh, but that, those are the halachic principles involved. The Gemara is asking, um, you should be allowed to uh, mugmar, and the Gemara says, no, that's not a universal need. So the Gemara asks, Amrle Rav Acha Breid the Rav the Rav Ashi Elamayatin is Dami Loit Svi Biyamtiv Hoveinu Shavuch Hanefesh Hachinami the Asar LeMeshachte. If you're saying you need a universal need, then if let's say a venison comes your way, a deer comes your way, you should you should not be allowed to shachte it because most people don't eat venison. It's very very expensive. I mean, I've never eaten deer in my life. Nor do I plan to. I'm, I don't. I don't know if I plan. I don't plan on it. Somebody gave it to me. I'm not sure I'd be able to even hack it. But the Gemara says only uh, the fine people eat a deer, and yet we know everyone's allowed to shecht a deer. Why? It's not a universal need. So the Gemara now really splits hairs. The Gemara says, yeah, a deer fills a universal need. Everyone needs to eat, and if a deer came the way of anyone, they would eat it. I said something that's needed by everyone. A deer meets a universal need. The universal need is eating. Some people, they could eat a cow. Other people, they, they eat deer. But the deer provides and fulfills universal need. As opposed to mugmar, it's not needed. Good smell is not needed by most people. So therefore, the Gemara is explaining, bottom line, Rav Papa allows it on Yom Tif and at Shabbos. Why does he allow Yom Tif? Because mitach shehutra chabura sh'letzayra chutchana mishloi letzayra. Am Rav Yaakov Bar-Idi, Rav Yaakov Bar-Idi said, Hoira Rav Yochanan v'tzaydan, Rav Yochanan paskind in Saidan, Osir livo b'tchil b'shavos. You're now at a Habiyah Rishayna Friday night. Says the Gemara, 
Why are you saying he was hoira? Hoira implies a decisive psak. But lahachmir, you don't need a hoira. Even someone who's unsure could basically say, whenever a rabbi doesn't know what the halach is, he says it's asr. Why? I don't know, it might be asr. But it's not a psak. So ha- psak is only by heter, not by isr. Umiiko hoira le isr. The says, yeah, the word hoira is applicable by isr. For example, we learned in the Mishnah, the story goes by Hilni Amalka. She made a nether that if her son returns, she's going to become a Nazira. The thing was, she was in Chutzaretz, where she automatically became Tame. So Hillel penalized her. Hillel paskin that she needs to take on another seven years of Naziras. So that's an example where Hira is a Hachmer. Vinami or it's the spinal column, the spinal cord snapped, in the majority of it, then it, the animal's a tray for Divrei Rabbi Yaakov. Divrei Rabbi, that's the opinion of Rabbi. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, even if the spinal cord is pierced, the animal's a tray for You don't need Rav. Hira Rabbi, Rabbi Yaakov. Rebbe Paskin like Rebbe Yaakov. So we see Psak is applicable even Lahachner. The Gemara just concludes on this Rav is not like Rebbe Yaakov. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Masni Hachi. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak learned as follows. Amar Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo said, Shal Rabbi Shmuel Ben Yaakov, the Minsur, as Rabbi Yochanan Batsayadan. Rabbi Shmuel Ben Yaakov from Minsur asked Rabbi Yochanan Sayadan. I heard it. So Rabbi Vo is saying that Rabbi Shmuel ben Yaakov the Minsur asked Rabbi Sayadan. And I heard it. Meaning Rabbi Vo heard it. Mahu livo betchila b'shabes. He said to him, Rabbi Yechelen said to Rabbi Avahu, Aser, it's Aser. And the Gemara concludes, The halacha is bottom line, via Rishayna is mutter on Friday night. And Toysus says, We're not worried that if the Suda is Friday night, you're going to shecht an animal. And based on that, we rely that we do have a, a wedding, a suda of a wedding, Friday night. We do have such a thing. Again, uh, nowadays we don't. But uh, in the times of the Rishonim and times of the early Achroinim, it definitely was done. New Gemara. Amar Rabbi Chelboi, Amar Huna, Amar Rabbi Abba Barzavda, Amar Rav. Now comes the beautiful sugya of Sheva Brachais. When... A couple gets married, a oh, perfect timing. When a couple gets married, then we say six brachas and bari priyagafen. Um, this is at any meal made in their honor, and this is also at the chuppah. Okay? The Gemara and Ahmed Bez is going to talk about berchaseirisim, but now we're talking about the shava brachas of Nasuin. Amar Rabbi Chelboi, Amar Huna, Amar Abba Barzavda, Amar Rav, Achas, Besula, Yachas, Almana, Tuuna, Bracha. Both a Basula, 
and both an almana needs l'chayra shava brachas. Whether she's a virgin or whether she had relations before, almana means any woman who's not a basula, she needs shava brachas. Says the Gemara, Omi Amar of Hunachi, do Rav Huna say this? Va'amar of Huna, Almana ain't a tuna bracha. Now Almana does not need a bracha. Says the Gemara, Loi Kasha. Tan b'bachar shenas Almana. If a man who never got married marries an Almana, she needs shavar brachas. Tan ba'almain shenas Almana. But if a man who was previously married married a woman who's a widower, who's a widow, uh, no shavar brachas are needed. Says Gemara, Va'almain shenas Almana loi. An Almain who marries an Almana, a man who's married before marries a widow, doesn't need shavar brachas. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Armali Hunabar Nasan, Tana, Minayin Labirchas Chasan Basar. How do you know Shavar Brachos needs ten people? Shenemar, Vayika Chasar Nashim, Bayaz took ten men, Miziknei Ho'ir, from the elders of the city. Vayarm, and he said, Shavu Pai, stay here. Vayeshevu, and they sat. Why did he need ten people? Just to Darshan, Amoini Vlay Amoinis? Did he need Adim? He would. He should have only needed two people. Why did he need a minion? It must be he needed a minion for Shavar Brachos. And Boyaz was an Almain Shenasa Almaina Amana. Uboyaz Almain Shenasa Almaina Hava. So we see even an Almain Shenasa Almana needs Shavar Brachos. So one of my favorite Toisus in Shas on Zayin Amidbeis, the, the fifth Toisus, Toisus asks. And as you know, I'm, I'm very, I, I very much enjoy Megillah's Rus. That Rus was no Almana. Why? Because she was never married to Machlein and Kilian. Because they married her when she was a Gentile. So she's not an Almana. She's never married to them. So Taisu says, Lav Dafka. She's a Bu'ula. She was a Bu'ula. So she's a Bu'ula. The dinim of Shavar Brachas go by Be'ula, not by uh, marriage. The, by the way, the Zayar HaKadosh would say that Rus, of course, was converted before they married Machlem and Kalyan. That's a big Machlekes. Toysus, Rashi and Rus agrees to Toysus, and the Zayar HaKadosh disagrees. Okay, in any event, we see Amay Shana need Shavar Brachas. Says the Gemara, "My ena tuna bracha." What did we mean that? What did Rav Huna mean? Almana ena tuna bracha. My ena tuna bracha. The Amr Rav Huna ena tuna bracha kol zayin. Avoyoy mechat tuna bracha. If a bachur marries a either a basula or an almana, you need shavar brachas. If an almoin marries an almana, you only need one day. Eina tuna bracha kozayin, avu yom echad tuna bracha. Says Gemara, Eloha, the Tanya, that we learned in Abraisa. Shak du chachamim al takonaz v'nais Yisrael. The rabbis were diligent. For the remedy of the Jewish woman, that you have to rejoice with her three days. Who needs three days? There's never a situation of three days. 
if the man never got married before Ha'amit Sheva, you need seven days. He's Ba'almoin. If he's an Almoin, Ha'amit Yom Echad, we said one day. But when are there three days? If he's a Bachar, seven days. If it's a Almoin to a, a Besula, seven days. But if it's an Almoin Shanasa Amana, one day. So the Gemara says, the three days here are not Sheva Brachas. It's Simcha. Either we're talking about an almain that married an almana, all you need is one day of Shavar Brachos, Lebracha. You need three days of rejoicing. It's talking about a Bachar who marries a Basula, perhaps. Shiva Lebracha, you need seven days of Shavar Brachos. But you need three days to rejoice with her. So any woman needs three days of rejoicing. But rejoicing and Shavar Brachas are two different in Yanim. If she's a Basula, she gets seven Shavar Brachas, seven days of Shavar Brachas. If she's an Alman that marries an Almana, one day of Shavar Brachas. But it sounds like either way, you get three days of Simcha. So that is Zayin Amad Aleph. And uh, Zayin Amad Beis, we'll talk more about Berchas Chasanim and Berz Hashem, beautiful sugya of Shavar Brachas. Okay, thank you everybody for joining and have a wonderful night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.